Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of Stately Main Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris. Folks, we have to talk about it right at the start of the show. It is something very sad, but you cannot have a show. I cannot have a show pass without acknowledging the passing of the great Pat Patterson. Just... His wrestling bona fides from San Francisco, the great team with Ray Stevens, um, the idea for the Royal Rumble, the father of the Royal Rumble, first intercontinental champion, Vince McMahon's right-hand man for decades, it seems, and just an all-around great guy. I implore you, if you have not, to go seek out the Something to Wrestle with Bruce Pritchard from last week, the episode they did on Pat Patterson. It was just so well done, and Bruce was very emotional, but funny at times, talking about Pat Patterson's stories. And you can see that this was not just someone he worked with. This was a very close friend of his that passed away. So our thoughts and our prayers are just with... Everyone associated, friends um, of Pat Patterson for that tremendous loss that we have all shared. And I'm just thinking back, you know, you get into late November, early December, and it becomes a very busy time of the year. Last weekend, we celebrated my wife's birthday. And this is what she wanted to do. This is quintessential, quintessential Joey's wife. We went all over. We looked at lights. We stopped in just a couple of stores for some shopping. And we went to Trader Joe's so that she could pick up some items. That's what we did. That's what she wanted for her birthday. And again, with it being December, we get into our annual Christmas watch episodes and this week I have two more for you number one the homecoming a Christmas story the film which turned out to be sort of the pilot episode for the Waltons all the kids are the same as in the show and Ellen Corby again plays grandma but with Edgar Bergen playing grandpa and Andrew Duggan and Patricia Neal playing the parents, Andrew Duggan, Andrew Dugan. I don't really know which way that it is, excuse me, but it is a really, really good, it puts me in the nostalgia area. Just remember growing up, and of course I'm growing up in the 80s and the 90s, not like growing up in the 30s and the 40s, the era that it's set in, but 
I guess just time and place. I've watched it a couple of times already this season because if anything makes you feel good for a couple of hours after the year that we have all had, I say go ahead and do it. And then the perennial favorite, A Charlie Brown Christmas. Watch that and again, just puts you right back in the mood. This is just, I remember it coming on every year sitting down, making sure that you don't forget it to watch it because it's not coming back around for another year. It's not like today where you could pop it in and watch it or bring it up on Apple TV, I guess, and watch it. So another favorite of mine at Christmas time. And speaking of around Christmas time and, and speaking of the December time frame, Today, we wrap up the WCW part of 1989 by looking at Starcade 89 Future Shock from the NWA and WCW. Starcade 89 Future Shock was shown on pay-per-view on December 13th, 1989 from the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia. There were 10,000 people in attendance. We'll go to our opening credits. Gary Michael Capetta welcomes us and asks that people stand for the national anthem. Jim Ross, Terry Funk, and Jim Cornette are your announcers for the evening. Cornette will commentate on the tag team matches, and Funk will commentate on the singles matches. They then go over the scoring system. Doom, Ron Simmons, and Butch Reed with Woman and Nitron. The Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal with Paul Ellering. Rick and Scott Steiner, and the Wild Samoans, Fatu and the Samoan Savage with the Big Kahuna, Sir Oliver Humperdinck, are your teams competing for the Iron Team Trophy. Our first match is Doom versus the Steiner Brothers. They explained the injury to Sid Vicious to say why the skyscrapers aren't in the tournament. The Steiners go for a quick win. The crowd is heavily into the Steiners. Doom slows down the pace. The announcers are pushing the tournament concept hard. They also talk about the crowd being slow to come in to cover the empty seats. It goes outside and Scott gets pummeled by Nitron. It works so well that they do it again. Scott just tosses pillar to post. The referee is out of position when Scott moves and shifts a suplex. It speeds up as time runs out. Nitron trips Rick who decks him. All four brawl outside. Rick beats the count back in to win. Sting, Ric Flair, Lex Luger, and the Great Moodle with Gary Hart are your Iron Man participants. First contest of the Iron Man tournament, Sting versus Lex Luger. Luger is wearing an unfortunate gladiator type robe. JR and Terry Funk talk about Sting and Luger being the wrestlers of the 90s. Luger walks out but Sting follows him and brings him back into the ring. The crowd is behind Sting. These two have great matches. Luger clearly the most hated wrestler of the night. If you drink when the announcers talk about the time limit, you will get alcohol poisoning. Luger pounds Sting, who keeps fighting back. They brawl on the apron, and as they tumble back in, Luger pins Sting, holding onto the ropes. They update the scoreboard. Next match, Doom versus the Road Warriors. 
Road warriors are extremely over with the crowd. Animal and Hawk overpower Butch Reed. You will also get alcohol poisoning for drinking when they talk about the scoring system. They acknowledge the photographers at ringside. Doom takes over on Hawk. An LOD chant goes out. Animal tagged in. Reed sets Animal up for a pile driver, but Hawk hits a clothesline on Reed, and Animal gets the pin. Next match, the Great Muda versus Ric Flair. Flair accompanied by Arn and Ole Anderson. Welcome back to the NWA Arn Anderson. Norman is at ringside dressed as Santa Claus. Muda comes out quick. Flair comes back. He puts Muda in the figure four. The JTEX Corporation comes out, but the Andersons cut them off. Muda goes for the moonsault, but Flair gets his knees up. Flair wins with an inside cradle. The Road Warriors versus the Steiner Brothers. The crowd is split. The Steiners with the early advantage. Hawk hits a big clothesline. Scott hits a nice belly-to-belly suplex. Nice showcase for both teams. Both teams do some saves. Scott gets a close two-count on Animal. Scott with an ugly-looking second-rope belly-to-belly on Animal. Hawk hits a big power slam. They have a double pin, but Scott gets his shoulder up right before the three-count. There's lots of controversy in this one as the Steiners get the win. The board is updated. The Great Muta versus Sting. Lots of history between these two. Slow, methodical match to start. Sting with the advantage. The announcers say that this event sets the pace for the 1990s. Muda gets a double chicken wing bridge. They have rest holes but quicken the pace in between them. Funk says Gary Hart gives stupid advice, building on their history. Sting drop kicks Muda from the top rope, and Sting gets the superplex for the win. The announcers give an overview during the intermission. Jim Cornette picks the Steiner brothers to win. Terry Funk picks Lex Luger. The Wild Samoans versus Doom. They talk about Doom being a spoiler team at this point since they can't mathematically win. The Samoans are fresh. Cornette makes an off-color joke about the sexuality of a man who he thought was woman's hairdresser. It definitely would not fly today. Slow plotting match to start. Big thrust kit by the Samoan Savage on Reed. Simmons tagged in and dominates. Doom can't close the deal. Fatu finally tagged in. Humperdinck shoves Fatu on top of Doom for the pin. Ric Flair versus Lex Luger. Luger ditches the gladiator robe this time out. Flair comes out without his robe as well. Ross puts over Funk in the 1989 that he has had. Luger sucks chant goes out. Luger starts with a side headlock. Luger playing a slow down mind game. Flair opens up the chop house in and out of the ring. Luger's chest is red. Flair works a hammerlock. Ross talks about Flair's plane crash, so if you're drinking at home, you can take a shot. Flair dominating, wearing Luger down. Quick two counts by Flair. Luger hits a stun gun maneuver on Flair. Luger then takes over. Luger relentlessly going after Flair. Back and forth. They exchange blows. Flair goes for his top rope move but Luger catches him with a stiff clothesline. They kick it up a notch, and Flair gets the figure four on with 30 seconds left. Time limit expires, and the match is a draw. The Wild Samoans versus the Steiner Brothers. 
Scott and Rick have young fans at ringside to hold their belts during the match. Slow going. The Samoan Savage gets a braid yanked out by Rick. While Samoans take a short stroll, the Wild Samoans switch and the referee doesn't notice. They have barely touched this match, mostly stalling tactics. The Samoans take the advantage. Scott hits the Frankensteiner. It breaks down and Scott throws one of the Samoans over the top rope for the disqualification. The Great Muta versus Lex Luger. Luger comes to ring limping to sell Flair's figure four from earlier. Muta attacks the leg. Luger tries to come back, but the leg is bothering him. Muta is just obliterating Luger. Muta puts on an inverted Indian deathlock. The crowd cheers wildly. They so want Muta to be a face. Luger fights back, but Muta hits a big karate kick. They trade shots. The time winds down. Luger comes back. Muta blows green mist and gets disqualified, and Luger picks up 10 points. The Wild Samoans versus the Road Warriors. The Road Warriors have to win by pin or submission to win the tournament. Animal no sells a Fatu pile driver. Hawk and the Samoan Savage trade hard shots. Animal hits a big power slam. The crowd is getting into it. The Samoan Savage misses the top rope splash. Hawk tagged in. Confusion in the ring. Hawk hits a top rope clothesline and gets the pin. The Steiners come in to congratulate the Road Warriors for winning the tournament. Folks, in my makeshift studio that I have here, I work from a long desk and I, ha I share the desk with my wife and we each have a rolling chair, office chair that we use. She keeps switching my chair out. I did a show yesterday. I recorded a episode of the other podcast that I do, the Joey Harris show available wherever you find your fine podcasts and it was working fine my chair was working fine today I come in to record and as I sit in the chair it slowly sinks down she switched the chairs around so she's not here I switched them back don't tell her I did that though I did it Sting versus Ric Flair Crowd is initially behind Sting. It's the Scorpion Deathlock versus the Figure Four. Crowd becomes split. Flare chant goes out. The pace quickens. They push each other, and Flare sells it big time. Sting gets a two count, and Flare opens up the chop house. It goes outside. Flare turns dirty. He can't get a three count on Sting. Flare getting frustrated. Sting catches the clothesline and gets a two count. Sting says, bring the chop house. Sting reverses a suplex. Flair makes him look good. Sting hits the stinger splash. Crowd goes crazy as he puts the scorpion on. Flair gets to the ropes, then puts the figure four on Sting. Sting gets to the ropes. Flair attacks the leg. They are down to the final minute. Flair goes back to the leg. Sting gets an inside cradle on Flair for the three count. The crowd goes insane. The Andersons come in. Flair shakes Sting's hand as Arn Anderson raises his hand. Gordon Soley talks to the Road Warriors. Time is running short. They say they have lived up to their theme song, Iron Man. The interviews go on as the credits roll and the pay-per-view ends. Hey, if you like the show, please leave a review in iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or your podcast platform of choice.
There are a number of ways that you can contact me. You can follow the show's Twitter at CupOfJoePod. You can email the show at CupOfJoeWrestlingShow at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TheJoeyHarris. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey Harris saying so long from Stately Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media. 